Boom! And just like that, we are live. It's your dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the Julian, of course. Hanging out with me is none other than my host, partner in crime. Bam! My da- <laughs> man, they got you all big faced on there, man. What's good? Good to be. Man, facts, facts, facts. Welcome back. And you know what? And talking about being back at the good. Look, man, I'm telling you. I, look, wait, is that you? I had to make sure. You know, I got my other eyes on to make sure that I could see. But uh, man, you know, on Friday we normally do. Uh, you know, we got the culture report coming up next. But before we got that show, we definitely got a treat. We got a professional MMA fighter, and you know, some might know him as uh, Chocolate Thunder. Some might know him as Cedric Goodrich. But hey, we got him here today, and he gonna let you know who he is himself. Wow! What's up? Can you hear me? What's up? What's up, man? There we go. There we go. Look, appreciate you up, for hanging brother? out. Cooling, man. Cooling, cooling. Appreciate you for hanging out. Where you uh, where you hanging out? What is that? Ah, uh, I'm actually. I just got off the train not too long ago. I had a session earlier down in Hensel Gracie in Jersey City. So. Uh, Rocking the shirt. There we go. Chill town. Nice. You know, so just getting back not too long ago. Headed to the house right now. But, you know. Nice. Get this work. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So where you calling that from? Because you're saying a train. So, you know, I'm out here in Dallas. So we got the uh, we got our train. But so what city are you calling in from? Uh, Rawway, New Jersey. Ooh, I got a pot yeah. shout out to my homie Gene, you know what I'm saying? The Jersey cats. You know what I'm saying? Jersey. Look, look stop right there by Timbo. You got some Timbo, bro? Yeah, Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Real, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what, you know, what uh, what part of Jersey? What's known for you out there? Uh, Jersey, we, we kind of like, we're next to the city, you know, so we kind of get like thrown in that same bunch. Yeah, like New Yorkers, Jersey, this and that. But I mean, we one of a kind out here. So I'm gonna tell you what's funny because they say New Jersey is supposed to be the clean part of New York. And I had <laughs> shout out to the band. You know, I had shout out to Grammar State University. We had played uh, Hampton out there, and it was so it was kind of weird. I was walking. It was uh, uh, it was nice, very nice neighborhood. And then I hit a corner. It was buku trash and just buku random people walking. So it, it's, it's like a how they go it's, out there? It's certain areas. <laughs> I ain't gonna speak for all of it. It's certain areas, you know. It's a little, it's a little rugged out. It's a little rugged out here. But that's the thing okay. about Jersey. You get your little splished and splash everywhere, you know. If you want your ruggedness, head up down to Newark. <laughs> right. You know, if you want, like you know, your, your Jersey Shore vibe, you know, you remember the. Uh, all right, all right. So, okay, so we go out to Jersey. What can you know? What can we do out there? Like, you know, because I'm, I'm planning on taking a trip whenever this COVID stops or you know permits. What is yeah, something I we can mean, do out there in Jersey? What you recommend? Food? Is it I the mean, atmosphere? I hear yeah, Atlantic I mean, City. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, most of the time down in uh, down in uh, Atlantic City. But oh. if you want to go down there, if you're a real casino head or whatnot, Atlantic City's where you go. They got the strip. Whole bunch of places you can go to. It's never a dull moment down there. You walk into some wild shit. Maybe. And then, uh, like, the cultural part, I kind of feel like where I just came from, uh, Jersey City or whatnot. Because, like, it's a good feel down there. You still get that city vibe. But it's still Jersey. Dang. Like Jersey City, Union City, you get to see the piers, waterfront, all that. I'm going to tell you what I actually got a chance to see. How dirty the Statue of Liberty is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was looking with him in an airplane. I'm looking like, <laughs> I don't, that ain't the Liberty. That ain't the statue I see on TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> They get you from. They get it from a distance. It's, it's from a distance. 
Facts, facts, facts. But we're going to get right into this, man. So one thing that uh, I definitely want to know before we get right into it, who's your um, – who's the top rapper? What, you know, what's your favorite artist? When you get into this training mode, you know, who you listen to? Uh-oh. You know, it's, it's wild because, honestly, it's like whatever I'm feeling at that moment. Like, sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'll just be, like, in the mood, like, I got to get pumped. So, like, today we was jamming a, uh, a little bit of T.I. Okay. You know, Y'all got that Southern stuff down there? Yeah. Yeah. No. We, okay. It's all over. We, we get it all. So, it's like, it's more, it's just like a flow. Sometimes, like, I remember one of my fights, for some reason, I was just here chilling. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I need to calm down. Start listening to slow jams. I was like, let me calm down. <laughs> wait, wait. You said listen to slow jams? Yeah, man, I'm telling you, the music is a big part of preparation for me. I don't know why. Like, people say, oh, yeah, the weight cut is very hard, this and that. Like, pick up my walkout song because it got to fit me. It has to, like, it has to speak the vibe to the fight I'm walking into. Right. Wait, hold on, hold on. Now, I won't bring this in. Let me, let me, let's, 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 I got something for you. Because this is how I knew we had to get you on the show. When we seen this here. When when I when we seen this, <laughs> now watch this. Watch this. It wasn't until that Lil Wayne came on that she was in that thing like, huh, huh, huh. I'm telling you, you feel the vibe today. Today I was going to Hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? You hit me too. Pop, pop. Yeah. Hey, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, so, so how is that? The music is something different. Like today, I was going with, uh, Give a shout out, Sparky, over at Hensel Grace, Jersey City. He's the uh, owner and lead instructor over there. We were sparring today. And then next thing you know, little Bob came. Uh, <laughs> T.I. Ain't I? Ain't I popped on. Yeah. We, like, I. <laughs> we didn't even notice it. We didn't even notice it. But, like, we started bopping to it. Like, <laughs> while we're sparring. Ah, yeah. <laughs> we just sitting there like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right, let's go. And then we started kicking up. Nice, nice. So how do you integrate that? Because, see, that seems like an art because, you know, like just the fact that, you know, you integrate, you're making it fun. So, you know, how do you make your training fun like that? It's like you got it. it it's, it's always the environment. For the environment, like, because this is how I look at it, right? When with training, being a fighter, having to like, what you got to understand is you spend more time with these people that are around you than you do your own family because you're getting into camp and now this person is helping you moderate your weight this person is helping you uh work on your striking this person's here for your jiu-jitsu so you end up spending multiple hours with them and it's like all right bam i'll go to work after work i'm going straight to the gym now i'm at the gym i spend most of my time at the gym i get home Either everybody sleep or they're on their way to sleep, this and that. You wake up the next morning, you got to get your morning workout. So once you get that connection with the guys that you're working with, it turns into like it's it's always a it's always a good vibe. Once you got that good vibe, like I always love enjoying like enjoying practice. Practice. See, when you talk about that good vibe, that's how like when I make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when I got it like just right. Man, that thing. <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm getting that with y'all that, but so you know, and that, like, and, and it's kind of weird. So, is that how you decide which gym you go? You're going to join, or you're going to train at? Be, like, is it the vibe that you go, or is it the people, or you know, what is it? It has to be the vibe, and that you're getting what your full fulfillment. So, when it turns into that, like, you can go to a spot and you can have the good vibe, but you're not getting what you need to get to that next level. And sometimes that happens with fighters. Fighters sit there and they're like, oh, yeah, nah, it's a great, but I love it, this and that, but you're not getting the work you need to get. So when you can get that 
you're comfortable to be you and get that great training where it's just like at the end of practice, y'all are sitting there like making life decisions. Like, damn, man, this is yeah. real right? Yeah. <laughs> like, are you trying to eat that? Yeah, let's wait a little bit. Like, you know, like it's like <laughs> it, you need that. Mm. So do you think those bonds create, come from there and, and extend beyond the cave? Because, you know, like, you know, I'm in a band. So I relate oh, yeah. a lot of things in band. So, you know, just like in football, there's their own club, own culture. And, you know, is it a fighter's culture? Like, how is that? Like, is it your own, you know, you create the bond there and it extends outside the gym? Yeah, it de- it has to. It, it turns into it turns into a mini family because if like all right, so I look at it like this, right? I'm stepping into a cage, right? Yeah, I'm a fighter. Yeah, I'm like I'm about it. Anybody can get it. But you sit there and you look at it. You gotta have, have like these are also the people that are outside and they are like technically they have a part of your life in your hand. In their hands because you're trusting them to sit down and analyze what they're seeing and what you might not be able to see because of the fact the adrenaline, you got the crowd, you got this going on, you got them switching stances, this and that. And for them to be able to see it on the outside and then relate it to you in between rounds and or like I've seen this a couple of times where fighters like that towel needs to get thrown in and dudes are just sitting back and I'm like, yo, bro. I get home to my kids, like y'all are tripping. Like, cause at the end of the day, you can't ask no fighter to give up. A, a true fighter, he's not gonna be like, oh yeah. Like, if you ask me, if I'm in the middle of the round and I know I'm getting my ass beat, and you're like, yo, what do you want to do? I'm gonna sit back and be like, I'm. Gonna, it takes one punch. But for the people that are outside of the cage, for them That's to cool. sit there. And be like, yo, nah, I'm I'm calling it. Like, you haven't showed me nothing. Or boom. Yo, if you don't show me nothing within the first 20 seconds of this round, I'm calling this fight. So mm-hmm. it has to be it has to be deeper than just uh just the in-gym training. Like that's that like I that's how I look at they can, people they try to keep because they, they can help you from being hurt and being injured. Or you know, even yeah. life in this situation. So, like, I'm, I'm following what you're saying. So, you know, your I'm life. Is gonna be what do you say, Coach Lee? Mm-hmm. Hey, so safety sound like it's always in the background. He Can said. He said that I said, safety. So it sounds like safety is always in the background. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. It has to be because we are in a violent sport. Like, yes, it's a sport. Yes, we are athletes. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not going in there to hug and, like, now I'm trying to take your head off. Just like you trying to take my head off. Literally, though. Because, you know, I hear, you know, being me being in the bands and I'll be hearing some football player, like, I'm going to take your head off and do all this. But you really mean that stuff, though. Yeah, like this is literal. Like, <laughs> like, 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 hold on, second. Wait, you ain't mad at me, right? I'm, I, we, we good, we good. Because <laughs> <laughs> literally, you guys, you sit there, and you look at it like this, right? Like, and on the regional circuit, it's all about like, yo, can we sell tickets? Uh, how many, how many people can you fill in? I'm not trying to get knocked out in front of my friends and family. <laughs> like, so, like, at the end of the day, you walk out there, you like. I know this dude is like that's one thing with like I feel like some fighters are like, oh yeah, now nah, I'm never nervous, da 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 all sort of shit. Kill yourself. You're lying. <laughs> Everybody gets nervous. Like <laughs> it, it is what it is. You ask any of my boys, they're like, oh no, nah, I said a ride, da 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 all this other shit, but that walk to the cage, like, and that's why mm-hmm. I go back to the whole music part. Mm-hmm. That's why I go back to the whole music part. Because when the music drops, mm-hmm. that gets me in my comfort zone so that I'm not freaking all the way out. I'm right. out there like, damn, yeah, I was smart in school, like I could be I could do this and that. <laughs> I'm about to well, yeah, like, 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 all these people. <laughs> right. Like, like, you know? I could go I look no, I, 
I'm taking life. I'm making occupational decisions. I should be a teacher. Screw this. <laughs> and, but, and, but and then the one thing is like as soon, but it's 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 wild because as soon, right after that, they go. You see your teammates. You take your uh, you take your shirt off or whatnot. You see your coach, your teammates. You piece them up. The ref checks you before you go in, and then you walk in the cage. I wait, feel hold like hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, because we got to get to that. We, we still, I still got one more point before we get on your walkthrough. I can't, I can't. We, we got to keep the audience like that. So, question with your oh, trainer. Yeah. Back to the train. Back to the train. Back to the train. So, do you self isolate? Like, because I see, you know, I know you're a family man, and you know, shout out to you on that. And uh, you know, so how do you navigate that? Just what you said, you know, like keeping your kids, your family away from sin. You get violently hurt. So, you know, what you training, you know, and do you still um, use your same lifestyle? You know, each, you know, have the same diet, use the same routine, or do you self-isolate from all the distractions and you change your diet, you just buckle down or does that vary per fight? All right. So if, for me, it varies towards how close the fight is. So what I do is what I normally do, I start to, Break down shit slow, slowly here and there, you know. Like, as I, if I, I sign the contract, I am now in fight camp. Mm. Because sometimes we're like, oh yeah, we'll fight that. If there's no contract, there's technically no fight. I need the contract. So once I sign the contract, now I'm in camp leading up to the fight. So from my regular routine, it starts to vary, it starts to slow down. As I, when I get closer to the fight, that's the one that's just like, I start to, kind of like isolate myself because at sometimes we have to get in that mood. You're about to go in a cage with another person. So you got to kind of like get that somewhat like even I, I sit there and I'm always smiling, but you got to have <laughs> like that. You got to have that switch. That's some type of like, right. oh yeah. Uh, a bit of You're like delicious. Like yeah. somebody from Gladiator, so it's like, like okay, let's sit here and talk to you, but boom, it's like you know, it's fight because that's when I'm, you know, when we interview different fighters, they it's like that bell. They listen for that bell and it clicks them in yeah. that, you know, in that mode. So I'm, yep. I'm following with you on that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's a, that's literally how it is. The closer the fights get, the fight gets because then also I'm also cutting more weight. And I'm more irritated because I'm not eating my full meals or not hungry and shit. <laughs> hey, I like that. So, like, so they yeah, take so in, in a wild in a wild sense. So it's like they're taking the meat from the predator, taking the meat from the wolf and feeding it nuts and grass. So you know, yeah. you're real hungry and now it's like you want meat. And so we they let yep. you loose in the cage. So man, all right. So one thing that you know that separates fighters from any other sport is what you what you say and that's very impressive is how y'all just manage your weight like that see i'm i'm a little dude well no no i'm a big old dude i ain't gonna say that i'm a big old dude but i've been the same way since college and it was like oh man you just got to you know do weight gain so i was on weight gain eating like four times a day doing this and ain't gain that pound then it was like oh Wait till your metabolism slow down in your thirties. I'm about to be forty, still the same size. So how do you manage? <laughs> so how do you manage? Nah, it's, it, it's wild though, because they normally say, "Oh, your metabolism's fast." This now when you're younger and all this. Honestly, as I gotten older, it's gotten easier for me to wake make, make weight. Like I used to have trouble making weight. At, uh, like for some incident, it used to kill me. My last four camps i'm just like i'm on weight the day before like chilling i, yeah. can, I can eat breakfast the next day so it's kind of like uh it's you gotta have the right nutritionist that like the right like it again it goes back to the team you gotta have the right people around you because then like sometimes the thing i do is that like literally I, I used to train with this one dude that would sign like he took it to like the next level it was like scientifically would break down how to get down to weight. And he was about six one, like and kind of like a stocky dude would get down to 155 pounds. Wow. Be, yeah. And wow. not look super skinny. He would be like, I'm like, yo, he like he looked at me one time, like the first time because I switched gyms, 
when I went up there, when I went over there, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. Uh, so I went up there. Well, hold on. We can't just let you uh just ride past that. So you cool, huh? You know, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you cool, cool. <laughs> so I went up there, right? And he was like, "Oh, like he looked at me because we were like the same size." He was like, "Oh, so you fighting at fifty-five? Oh, wow. What's wrong with you?" No, I haven't been 155 since my freshman year of high school. I'm not doing that. It's like, yeah, bro, no, I'll break it down. I got, like, the right vitamins and the fish. Everything I eat is, I'm like, nah. Like, yo, some dudes take it to, like, a whole nother level. And I'm just like, y'all can have that. I'm going to die right, get my weight down, and then I'm going to be all right. I'm gonna be all right. Look, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I forgot he sounded like that old kid, but I'm gonna be all right. But hey, you know, we, we got more, <laughs> we got more action. So, you know, I got people want to know where you got this uh your nickname Chocolate Thunder from. And so, you know, all in right, my right. mind, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Because in my mind, I think it's this. <laughs> Do you hear that? Bro, I'm scared. Look, look at this. Look at this. What do you do? You see the dent being made in this thing, man. You shake that man is like twice your size, and you moving him. So, like, yeah, I want you. I want you to see that. And and so you know, one time you know, I punched. I have I broke another. I punched him in the forehead, and all this hurt. But you not hurting any of this, any of your fists, any of your forearm. Look, he tired. He like, look, bro. Say, bro, I take ten. We're gonna let the homie take a nah, break, but you gotta let us know. All right. <laughs> so how nah, do you get all... mm-hmm. huh? No, I'm listening finish. I'm sorry. Oh no, that all goes to like all the power you see knows that all goes to Coach Hollywood. Like that that's Handel Bell, but we call him Hollywood, you mm. know, but he like literally his thing is dig the body and mm. he will break your mechanics down to where you got people making career changes mid fight to where <laughs> you sitting there you land one of those body shots and it's like oh yep this is not for me <laughs> done like, literally like, like, taxi look, look, y'all keep my bags look, straight to the airport I'm out of here I'm out, <laughs> I'm out. like yo like the, the way he breaks stuff down in his mechanics to where it's like I can throw a body shot just to do so like just off the rip it all comes down to him and the, like it's a, like they say boxing is a sweet science and the way he breaks it down to know the mechanics of my body that all I gotta do is just turn my body over this way and it goes from a short punch to a punch pushing you back. And it's not from the amount of pressure I put, it's just from how I pivot my foot. Mm. So it's like so it's like the way he breaks it down is a whole nother level. But the chocolate thunder thing, I ain't picked that name off <laughs> rip. So, <laughs> I, so I, I hope because I was hoping it wasn't no stage name and nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Come on, <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, I was hoping. So, all right, now we got that out. We can talk about what the real. <laughs> all right, so now my first coach, he uh, is notorious for wild nicknames, and. The way things happen with, like, all right, so with the fights, right, what they do is the announcer will come over and he'll ask, like, he'll normally talk to the fighters and be like, oh, yeah, what's your record? Where you fighting out of? Like, so he knows how to, like, break everything down. I was hitting pads on the other side, so the announcer went to the head coach, and he thought it was funny to go be like, oh, yeah, nah. This is Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> I didn't find out my name was Chocolate Thunder until I was in the cage about to fight when they said my name. What? So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's exactly, uh, the nickname. That's, that's exactly how it went down. 
I'm standing there, and then they go, uh, the dude goes, find out a rollway, New Jersey, Cedric, chocolate, thunder, I'm like, <laughs> oh, he did that. I didn't think it was like, oh my goodness. I was just like, bro. And what didn't help that whole situation with the name was my first ever fight, I finished the dude in 27 seconds. So now nice. you're like, oh, that chocolate thunder dude. Yeah, yeah, he good. And I'm like, and freak that. We're changing it for the next one. Again. <laughs> again, he did it again. I ended up finishing the next dude in like a minute and 10 seconds. Nice. So everybody starts, oh, that's that chocolate thunder dude. That's that chocolate thunder. So I said, man, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to just embrace it. Free. Right. Right. Free. Like what is what? Like in Gladiators, you know, when a pick gives you the name, it sticks with you. You know, so <laughs> people, you know, what I'm saying, the people gave the name and stuck with you. Can't shake loose from it, pop. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's I, all I, up. I, I, I now, talking about, oh, talking about. Now talking about. I'm like, yo, bro, you a grown, you a grown man. Yeah. You know my real name. Call me Cedric. You don't have to say Chocolate Thunder CT. Say Cedric. They say my whole name was the thing. I, I never forget. I was in, I was in my town. Like, all right, so we have a spot in. Uh, my town is called Meatballs. It's a, uh, it's a bar, you know, they sell food and all this. I'm in there, and it was karaoke. Hey, shout out to you, Rogan. The dude goes and sees, he's like, Are you chocolate thunder? I'm like, Yeah, man, that's me. Yeah. Hey, well, at, least, look, at least you know you got a workaround. So if the fight doesn't go, you know what I'm saying? You can always use that, that nickname, at, you know, in the nightlife. <laughs> <laughs> but uh man so you know right now we're going to get back to the uh, walk-up experience so you know um we got how you chose your music and i had an opportunity to be at a couple of mma fights uh you know they were amateur and so you know we see the people behind the stages you know because we all vip so we sitting right there about a uh, walk-up so one thing that surprised me of course is you know like you say it's they like this. They, the dude was talking to us. He was like, oh, you know, because we right at the table. Then it's like he left here, and then he came to that point where they check you, I guess. So what is that? And that's when he got yeah. into that mode. Like, he had to do this. They did right. this and something. And he just, the dude just clicked out after that. Like, yeah, what that, is this? It's, it's weird. It's do you weird. get trained? Like, do you get trained for it to come on? Because it was like the cage is right here. You walking like he was. He was just regular. La, 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 la. But once he came here, where they patted him down, it was just. Then the, the next step was the stairs, and there was a cage. Are you trained to be prepared right there? Nah, that's just when you gotta know it's about to go down. It's real now. Like you can't go anywhere else. Like you're, you're like you can't turn around and say, "Oh, nah, yeah, nah, I can't do this." You've already made the walk. Like, so now, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, if you only knew some of the stories that have gone down that fight, dudes disappearing right before it's time to fight. Like, once you make that walk, it's like, you got to get right. So, for me, it was more of a, like, like, like I say, for the walk, the music is supposed to help me, like, fix the nerves. Right. But the nerves are still there. Then when you say, uh, like, you're pretty much saying, I'm getting ready for war with your teammates, your coach, and then after you break off of that, when you're standing in front, the, so when you put your arms out, he's literally just checking to make sure you're not all greased up and whatnot. Okay. And he makes sure you have your mouthpiece in and you're wearing a cup. Once you say it's like mouthpiece, cup, Stop. time to get busy. So Let's get it on. Like, and it's weird. I feel it every time, every single time. Once it's past that, I walk into the cage, it's like the switch. Not got a flag. The camera's already, the camera was already in my face on the walk up. Who am I to go home and be like, yeah, nah, I couldn't do it no more. I just freak, nah, I got to fight. Like, so that's your mindset? Door yeah, once the door closes, it's like, it's like a, uh, I like to fight. Like, I like to feel like my back is like I, I gotta fight to get out. Mm. So it was just like that door closes. Like you're in between because the way they break down the purse, you get a show purse. So you, you get your payment for making weight and showing up, and then you get your 
fight bonus, to your win bonus. So now it's just like, this man is in the way of me taking home my other half. Mm. I gotta get right. All right. All right. So, like, all right. So, if you, if, if, let's say you're an animal, what mindset, what, what, the mindset that you have once that cage closed and you're ready to fight and engage this person, what animal would you say you are at that point? A wolf. Why, why the comparison? It, because uh, it's a, like, it's a prey thing. Like, at the end of the day, like, that man has to be my prey now. And, like, most people say, they're like, oh, like, lions, tiger, this or that. But you tell me last time you ever saw a wolf in a circus. (laughs) 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 You tell me the last time you ever saw a wolf in a circus. Like, it's just like, bravo, bravo. You, You can't be tamed. At that point in time when you're in there, you cannot let yourself be tamed and any type of logic is like I've never seen a group of wolves like they try to do the uh, the hybrid huskies or whatever. No, that's a pup. That's a dog. That ain't no wolf. Right. <laughs> like you can't tame a regular one. And also shout out to my boy Darion Caldwell. He's wrestling tomorrow. Um, his nickname is the Wolf, and I'm like. See, that's that's why you my man, right? Because it's like you know, he's do, like it's it's just a whole it's a it's a whole different mindset, and I feel like sometimes like with other like people are just there to like yes, I'm a performer, like entertainment. You got to perform, but you got to have that tenacity too. So it's just like this just isn't a performance. Like I'm trying to. Do what needs to be done to get to that next level. Nice. So I'm saying you got the you rocking the Gracie gear. So what is your fighting style and how did you, you know, how did you get it? How did you develop your fighting style? All right, so um like uh like I said, I'm from Rawway. Pretty much uh I was born out in Staten Island. I lived out there, but was going to school over here for a little while. And then we finally made the full move over here. And I started wrestling and from wrestling from, I think I was in fifth grade was the first time I started wrestling from fifth grade up. Like one thing about the raw way style of wrestling, we never had, like we'd always have a couple of technical good wrestlers that it was like, yeah, no, nah, that dude is like technical. <laughs> like he'll break it down. Right. But the one thing other schools didn't really know how to handle with us was the fact that we were rugged. Like, you would take a kid, like, uh, shout out to Coach Stuber. Coach Stube was, like, easy to get an award for for uh, for recruiting. Stube would be outside of the basketball <laughs> practices. Everybody that got cut, hey, come on to the restroom. Let's go. So the restroom was always full. And I mean, like, Raw is not the roughest area, but we had a couple. We had some rugged right, kids. right. So it was just like, so you got a bunch of rugged, athletic kids that pretty much you scoop up all the football players. Hey, it helps you with your breakdown for your tackle. All right, come on, mm-hmm. all like you, you got us all in there, and we were a scrappy bunch. So it was always like, if you were in a if you were in a tournament and you saw you had a rawway kid on your uh. Like you had to wrestle the raw kid, it was damn, yo. He gonna be strong. <laughs> He's gonna be fast. Like I don't know what's going on, but it was gonna be a hard match. And mm-hmm. that's just the same mentality I kept through that wrestling, going to freestyle state champions, then going to nationals, finishing top. Uh, I finished top sixteen my senior national year. So it was just like my thing was wrestling was my main background. And then I went into the military for a little while. So while I was in the military, we started doing uh, combative training. So combative training was really hand-to-hand combat with a mix of jiu-jitsu. So while I was doing that, while I was in in school in the military, 
I was winning a lot of tournaments. And they're just like, yo, do you ever like think of like fighting? I'm like, man, the motherfuckers crazy. Like, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, yo, they're crazy. Hey, hey. It's just like, I'm doing it, but I'm good at it. I'm not losing. I'm still winning. I'm like, all right, like, here's what it is. So when I finally finished my time in the military, I came home. And one of my close friends, uh, Danny, was like, yo, bro, I think you should just do it. Like, look at all. And at the time, he, uh, all the UFC champions were all wrestlers. They Ooh. all had a wrestling background except for Anderson Silva. So it was like, he's like, yo, wrestlers are dominating the game. You might as well go out there and go do it. Nice. So my thing was, yeah, I like. I was always logical with everything. I was like, "All right, yeah, street fighting is different than fighting fighting." <laughs> I don't like. He's not about to kick me in my leg if he, I can't walk no more. So yeah. I gotta find somewhere where I can learn good stand up. So hmm. that's when, at the time, it was called Camp Sawak. I started doing my Muay Thai there. Mm. So I picked up Muay Thai. Well, wow, hold on. So, kick fire audience. What is Muay Thai? That's like what is elbows and, and kicks, or what? What is that fight? Right, so, so, Muay Thai is called the art of eight limbs. So, where you use your fists, elbows, knees, and kicks. So, it's four. You got two of them. <laughs> you about to make this work. And with Muay Thai, is more of like a. I always felt like Muay Thai was more of like a bully kind of. Because if you watch a traditional Muay Thai fight, like, they don't care. Like, there's no head movement. It's literally, I'm going to go, you're going to go, and I'm going to show you I'm better than you. That's like, like blood sport. I, I, I'm sorry. I yeah. used to blood sport. You know, he was Muay Thai, and, you know, I'm, the I one dude, that. Yes, that yeah, fight, the one bad ass. <laughs> yo, like, I'm literally, I'm watching, I'm like, yo, this dude is not. And it's literally, pop, pop, pop. You go, pop. <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, slide, move off. Like, you don't have to take that kick. But it was just a different type of style. So what Ooh. I did with that, I made it into my style. You're not punching me in my face for free. I don't like getting hit. So I'm going to move. So <laughs> my boy's my style, but I will be moving while I do that. So then also, uh, we were connected with the Hensel Gracie Academy. Ooh. So... Uh, the first school I went to was in Newark, New Jersey, was Bittencourt. And it was the jiu-jitsu school, playing just straight jiu-jitsu. So that's where I started picking up jiu-jitsu, and I was like, all right. And one thing was very hard for, for being a wrestler because what they teach you is you never want to be on your back as a wrestler because then you get pinned. But then in jiu-jitsu... It's okay to be on your back. You won't be on your back. You yeah. Work off your back. Right. Yeah. So I spent my first two, three months getting choked out because <laughs> I go on my back and I'm like, nah, this ain't good. And then right. homeboys on my back like a spider monkey talking about tap out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you got me. So <laughs> it was more the fact of my wrestling background than going into jiu-jitsu, going into Muay Thai, and then building the jiu-jitsu. So I'm an all-around fighter. Because you can be great in one point. You can be the best wrestler. Look at it, Ben Askren versus Jorge Masvidal. Mm. Ben Askren is probably the best he is a, MMA wrestler to ever do it. I see one of the best but knocked out in five seconds by Jorge Masvidal. Because all he did was wrestle. Wrestle. That was it. So it's he like... So you got to, like, for one thing, that's why they call it mixed martial arts. You have to be able to mix it up. Even if you're using the art, like, for some people, me, I like to use my wrestling to keep the fight standing. Mm. So if I feel like I'm better than you on my feet, I'm going to use my defensive wrestling to keep the fight upright, and I'm going to continue doing the fight standing. If I feel like I can take you down, I'm going to take you down. And that's one thing that I felt that being a wrestler had – uh, great opportunity because I can control where the fight went. If you punch it on me and I know you ain't got no wrestling defense, I'm taking you down. You can try <laughs> from your back, but you're not gonna be you're going down. Like I'm gonna take you down and we're gonna 
We're about to grapple. So so you, so you got so you got some ground game? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, you know. I'm out here doing my thing. Okay, so okay, so what so so what's the uh submission move? Which ones you've uh you've tried? Oh my, my favorite is the your dark favorite. Choke. The who my favorite is the dark choke. I got a I got a dark choke, uh guillotine finish, uh I got an arm bar finish. Yeah, I mean, like, I like, and you just, being just a modern day badass sound like I'm like, I got jujitsu, I got this, I got no bar, I got a triangle, I got do <laughs> you, you got a subway sandwich too? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but the, I feel like the best part of being attached to an Enzo Gracie school is the fact that, like, when you see, like, because yeah, like, it might sound fuck it. Uh, some schools just go out there and like some guys, they're really not their belt. They just give belts out. Like when you are, like if you're going against someone from any he of the Hensel Gracie, if you're going against somebody from a Hensel Gracie Academy and you see them wearing that belt, they have earned that belt. Like they look like they make you go through it to then get that belt because they want you like at the end of the day you're representing their name. So. Like, you see guys, and you're like, oh, yeah, like, sometimes you'll hear that. You just, oh, yeah, no, nah, that dude's not really, a, like, a blue belt or this or like, this and that. Uh, like, he's, like, he's a high-level this and that. <laughs> I so, can't Yeah, so what they, they, like, they make sure, like, they the make connection. Sure. I need you to get the connection. You got to stand on that one foot again because you get oh, digital. You, you don't hear me? You don't hear yeah, me? I can hear you. Yeah. There we go. What, I'm, uh, what I was saying was it was, like, once you're a part of a Henzo Gracie, any any Henzo Gracie Academy, they make sure that you are at that level before you get that belt. So when you get that belt, you know you are at that level. Mm. Okay. So, wow, that's that's impressive. That, man, <laughs> that's impressive. But uh, I can only make out bits and pieces because you're like, oh no, 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 no. it was computer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what um, what what service you got out there. But so you know, we're back on this experience out there. Um, you know, one you're in a fight. You know, you got you're very diverse. So, um, do you remember your first like punching him out? You know, Mike Tyson oh, yeah. was a fighter, and you know he said oh, no. everyone got a plan until you get punched you get in punched. the mouth. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll never forget it. Cause it, it freaked me out. Cause I didn't. Know. <laughs> and that was I was. It was my third. Cause my first two fights went very fast, so mm. I didn't get hit in the first two fights. My third amateur fight, I was fighting this kid, and it was ten minutes from my house. So oh. it was packed. Like I had the place all the way packed. Nice. And I'm fighting this kid, and at one point in time, we, like, trade. Like, and me, like I said, I don't like getting hit. And I don't know if it was just the energy or what was going on. I got into, like, a back and forth, like, oh, all right. Like, I guess in my head, I guess it was a macho thing. Like, I was like, yo, he tried me. Like, you <laughs> really are trying to stand in front of me. Like, I'm not a puncher. Right. So, he, like, so I didn't feel it, but we're going back and forth. I hit him, and I see him, like, kind of, like, step back a little bit. And he went to throw, like, hard overhand. So when I took him down, when I took him down, the organization I was fighting for, it was uh, Ring of Combat. At that fight, they had a white mat. <laughs> so I look down, and I see blood droplets all over the mat. So in my head, I'm like... Oh, I cut him. Where is that? I'm looking for the cut. I'm like, where is that? Where is that? I try to breathe, and I'm like, I can't. Whoa. I'm like, oh, I put my hand up. My nose is gushing blood. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I looked over at my coach. At, I looked over at the coach at the time, and he's like, he, because he knows, like, you don't like to get in? Red, so I was like, He's like, and there's certain rules. Like, you can't, like, for amateur in New Jersey, you can't punch in the head on the ground. You can't mm. elbow in the head on the ground. Coming from a Muay Thai background 
if I'm in danger, I'm going back to it. Right. So I look up, <laughs> and where I took him down, we were in my corner. No. So I'm like, I look up, and he's like, Cedric, calm down. Look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, somebody got an answer for this. <laughs> so, so then I just post up, and I start hitting him with knees to the body, to the body, to the body. Going like that, I'm like, yo, my face. <laughs> he goes, and it was probably the like, so the round ends. We get to the corner, and there was some uh, some uh, difficulties with the ring on my walkout. At one point in time, mm. I guess, like one of the uh, the wood the wood pieces were shifted. Okay. So when I went in the cage the first time, I felt it, and it was a dip in the map. So they took us out the case to go back to the back, and they fixed it. When we went back, my coach had left the Q-tips in the back. So oh. the second time we came out, when that actually happened, he's like, oh, where's the Q-tip? He's not used to me getting hit, so it wasn't really like a big thing for him. Right. And he goes, and he looks me in my face, and like, you can, you can see some concern on his face. I'm like, damn, like, did he like mess me up? He's like, he's like, this is about to be uncomfortable. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So he has his glove on and he takes his pinky and puts it in the Vaseline to then clog the nose from the blood. It's not a Q-tip, it's his fat ass finger. <laughs> so I'm about to, you look like you woke up Coach Lee. You you awake down there? You ain't dry with your eyes closed, huh? You awake? <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's like, don't worry about that. We're going to go out there. We're going to finish the fight this round. And I'm like, all right. Went out there. I ended up finishing the fight that round. Like, okay. <laughs> hey, nice. So, you know, one thing is like with fighters, you know, like especially with kids growing up, uh, street kids, once they figure out they can got these, can't tell them nothing. Can't tell them nothing. Yeah. So how do you keep that with – Staying humble. How do you how do you manage that? You know what I'm saying? Because you walk in the room, you be like, because you know, even myself, I'll be like, you know what? I, I can beat him. I can take you. You might be a champ. I can take you too. But being able to go in and be like, I whoop all you mofos. How do you remain humble? <laughs> I stay humble by going and finding guys that are better. Mm. Because at the end of the day, if this is how you look, you never want to be a big fish in a small pond because then you won't grow. So right. Well, most of the time, if I know this guy got better than me, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep going with you. because, And that's the competitive side in me, too, because I'm like, ah, not about to be beating me up. Like, let's <laughs> go off one day. And nah, I need to no, we're going to keep going. <laughs> like, I'm about to build, and we're going to be, if not me passing you, at the same damn level to where we're still being now. Because... Like, and that was one thing that most guys, like, some guys get so caught into the having yes men around them, man. Oh, yeah, no, you're doing that great. Yeah, you're great. Da, 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 da. No, I need to get my ass beat because then I know I'm yeah. learning. If I'm getting beat up and I'm, if, if I'm going there and I'm washing everybody that I'm going against, what am I getting, like, what am I learning? You're not learning Nothing. anything because now I'm doing the same exact thing because I know it works. What happens when I walk into a cage and I do that thing and he shut it down? I don't. I in the walk. Exactly. I didn't have to go and try to recalculate or think steps ahead of that. So I I go with guys that are at a higher level. I go with guys that are better than at certain things than me. But I just posted a video. I was going with my boy Wallow. He's been striking way longer than me. I I started catching up. And it's like, all right, but since he's been doing it longer, he knows little tricks in here. So now he got my mind going. I gotta right. learn. I gotta. All right, this didn't work next. This didn't work this time. I'm gonna do this to go here. Da da da. And this is all live while we're still going. And that's that's one thing people are. It goes on to my next point with fighting. A lot of people think fighting's all physical. Da da da. Always on the Fighting is, I would say, eighty percent mental. And 20% physical. Right. If your mind's not right, you will get why. I don't care who you are. You could be the best person in the world. 
if your mind is not right, it's going to be an ugly night for you. Talking about, you know, well, what'd you say? I just want, I wanted to give this highlight right here, you know, while we're talking about high. Right here. You remember this moment? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for these two warriors. So, you know, was that one of your highs? How do you know, like, standing in that moment right there? It's it's a, it's a different kind of it's a different kind of feel because I that was like for that fight there, the dude I fought is actually one of my close friends. That's like my boy, like, and, and it was wild how our fight came up because at one point in time, like literally, I think we went on. Well, I think we got a question from uh, Twitch. This for you, uh, Coach Lee. I think they asking, are you Kimbo Slice? <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> 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 no, I thought, hey, that's how I show. That's how I, that's how we go, man. We engage yeah. all this week, you know. It's it's, it's two way, three way, all the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So finish yeah. off. I got a question. All right. It's just me from the outside looking in, but I've always been curious. Do you worry about getting the cauliflower here? No, honestly, see, where's some wood, man? Because you about to, my ear gonna look crazy next. <laughs> on wood. Because I've been something. wrestling my whole life. <laughs> I've been wrestling my whole life, and literally, just like, just because, remember, Coach Stu, he had the illest cauliflower, and just from seeing his ear, I was like, nah, I'm not, no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I couldn't. Like they used to, they used to, they used to get on me in practice, and I put my headgear on. I'm like, no, I'm not. Nope. 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 Like I'm nope. Even what like we're doing, I'm like, no, nah, you're not mushing my ear in that. My ears are still good. No cauliflower. <laughs> you like, look, not a stain on me. Not a stain on me. Yeah, I'm not. I can't. Oh my goodness! It's just. Wow. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it adds character. You can keep that character, but it is good. Oh, man. That's funny. That's so, you know, one thing, you know, like, uh, you're talking about the guy that you was fighting, but doing my MMA fight um, that I went to see, like, it was crazy. So it was a black guy and a white guy. They were fighting. Mm -hmm. And the black guy beat the white guy. And everybody wanted to fight. It wasn't a deal. It was like his camp wanted to fight the camp. So it was like, how that, you know, like, is that something that's always at these fights? Because, you know, nah, people not... walking around like that, you know, with a chip on their shoulder. So it's a lot of bravado in the in the, in the arena. And when one camp loses, it, just, is... it happens. It's honestly not always like that. Sometimes you get two passionate camps and it's like, oh, they see their guy, they think their guy walks on roses they think they the other guy walked off water and they're like oh my god i can't get beat and they feel some type of way when their guy loses i like and it also depends on the camp that you're coming from because at the end of the day like we already get looked at as a barbaric sport oh my god da, 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 da. man shut up we're modern day gladiators we're going in there we're putting all our shit together and we're making it what we're making it entertaining for y'all. So when people's camps, like, first of all, if you've never stepped in a cage and you are not a part of the team, don't be no fan trying to fight other people because you don't know what fighter is in that crowd and you about to get beat up for free. <laughs> so it's just, it, it like, for, for sometimes I'm like, yo, like, I see it and I'm just like, yo, y'all are tripping. Like, uh, one of my one of my boys, uh, we were down in the fight and he ended up he was winning the fight. He ended up getting caught, 
And when he got caught, he dropped. But then the ref, like, the ref oh. didn't give him a chance to, like, get up. Like, he was getting up, but the ref stopped the fight. So I'm walking across the side or whatnot, and the dude is, like, oh, talking to my teammate. <laughs> oh, fuck you. You suck. Da, 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 da. Oh, wow. And I'm standing there, and like I said, my hands are rated E for everyone. <laughs> Anybody can catch them. I go up, I'm like, I'm like, yo. So what I do is I check them right then and there. I'm like, yo, when's your fight? What? When are you fighting? What? No, nah, I don't fight. That's just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please. Stop talking. Because you don't know. I'm like, yo, I'm telling you right now. He would dog you out, and I'm still contemplating whether or not I want to dog you out right now because you're not making – like, who are you to tell a professional athlete? And it's so wild. It's crazy because in MMA, MMA is the only sport where you got somebody that's eating chips and chicken wings on a couch. Man, he did it to love. Oh, yeah, I'd kick his ass. I would do it like this. Yeah. Please tell me the last time you heard – Someone say, oh, yeah, I tell Adrian Peterson how to cut across the field. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll wait. Oh, if right. I was this person, oh, I told LeBron how to go and drive to the hole. Like, and it's, it's wild because then they feel like, I guess because since we're fighters, they feel like so close. And it's just like, bro, it's, it's, it's not that. Y'all walk into a whole other thing and forget that we're people, like, we're people. Man, you know what's different? What's different with on the MMA side, though? Like you gave the, the you know, the Adrian Peterson example, the LeBron example. You'll never get to play them in their in their sport. But you guys, you might have run across them at the bar or something, and they don't have too many, and they oh, get their smoke. Yeah, I mean, and it's like yeah, you can run across some of us, but like, all right, fam, I went to an after party for one of uh. uh uh, Luke Rockhold, he fought in Newark, New Jersey. We went to his after party, and I ended up coming across Plaxico Bur- uh, Burst. Nice. I'm not telling Pla- Plaxico, yo, when you go up for your jump ball, like, bro, you got to box him <laughs> up. Like, I'm just like, it, and it's weird because I feel like just because of the fact that we're so close to home, they feel that, oh, yeah, we can have that connection where I can tell you how to do for, all right make it through five minutes of one of my <laughs> intense practices and i will take all the advice from you <laughs> like like you've never been in a shark tank a shark like son that's a that's a uh, that's a show isn't that yeah no nah, it's a show and it's a horrible experience when you're getting ready for a fight <laughs> Minute round. Each minute, there are five dudes standing around. You don't know which one's coming from. Each minute, the fresh guy jumps on top of you. It doesn't matter what position you are in. If you happen to get into a dominant position, the next guy's time comes up and he takes your neck and you have to fight out of that. So, if you can make it through a shark tank, I'll take all. Yeah, I'll take all that fight. Let me know. You go, you making it out. I'm like, oh, all right. You know something I don't. And that's the one thing is just like when you when you don't like the like people just see the end game of it. Mm. They just see the walkouts, the glam, the this and that. You don't see the evil, the devil, like the shit we have to go through in that gym getting beat on like I, I don't feel comfortable going into a fight if I didn't get injured in that camp wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, right. that, that's how wild it is because like there's been times where it's just like damn yo I didn't even get hurt roll my ankle there we go it's gonna be a good one <laughs> like, you know, like, it's like, alright so well, I, we, we got, we, I wanna know the mindset of here 
how was it on this one? What was your mindset? Like? I'll be fighting for the Premier FC light heavyweight title October 19th at the Mass Mutual Center. I prepared for this fight. Look at the preparation on that. We see the feet work, we see the hips, the movement. I'm a wrestler too, so I'm not going to really switch much up. I'm just going to keep going at it as I normally do for my fights. Wrestling is definitely my strong point in fighting. But I adapt. It's mixed martial arts, so I pick up my boy time. So what was that little that little running thing for? Because I seen that like you know that looked like one of them critters that be on Resident Evil. What was that little move there? <laughs> you got to tell me about that one. Yeah. Nah, that, that's a, um, quickly, I'm gonna you gotta keep your you feet moving. I see it. Uh, you I'm looking at like, you got 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 like, you like, you got like, like, you like, you got like, you got like, you got like, all fighters have tendencies. You lying if you say you don't. We mm -hmm. all do. How you adapt to your tendency and switch off of that, that's what switches. That's what makes you a different fighter. So there'll be times I'll sit there and I'll catch myself like mid 10. I'm like, uh oh. And then I'll just do something. Right. Just out the blue. Like, oh, my Keep hands up. You're like, what are you doing? Because you can't, like, once they start reading your movements, now it's you're easier to get hit. And now you look at that, all right, I did a movement, I just got hit. Mm. And now, now not only is my footwork messed up, you just punched me in my shit. So now <laughs> I'm like, oh uh, what am I gonna do? Right. So now you gotta get your, like I just feel like the most work is like, yo, just keep your mind right, keep moving. You gotta like keep moving. So you know, we're thinking. So, so we get ready to get up out of here, you know, because we got some other fighters. We got uh, amateur fighters in the group. Uh, shout out to you, sports talk with friends. Um, you know, if someone inspiring fighters, what would you, you know, what, how would you advise them to get into sport? Because uh, our first fight was like find a good gym. But what would you? What would be some good suggestions? Maybe three. Don't stop. Keep going and believe in your shit. At the end of the day, how, like, if I could tell you how many people told me that I was going to be out here getting beat up by, I was like, it's different. Those motherfuckers are different. Motherfucker, I'm different. Now what? Nice. Like, nice. You know, like I'm different. Like, you, like, they talk about all, like, and one thing I hate using with all the haters, blah, 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 use this motivation. If you're going to say something, if you're going to put yourself, like, and another thing, be all in. Don't be half-stepping in that cage because it is an unforgiving. You will end up as a meme, a highlight. You will forever be, like, that's one thing. You will forever be on someone else's highlight if you walk into that cage half-assed. I don't care if the motherfucker goes and loses 13 fights straight. Guess what? You're still on his highlight. So you like you gotta you gotta be you gotta be all in. Nice. Outside distractions, yes, we're all human. At the beginning stage, the bread is is hard to come by. It's not like you know, like so you do have to work and do this, but Set yourself up to the point to where you can put yourself all in. And when you're in a camp for a fight, you're in that camp for that fight. Nice. You don't want to be like. I was all over Google. I was all over uh, Apple TV looking for Bellator MMA Live 95. One of them. Or did you ever get, did you make that Bellator MMA? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I could not find that episode. It's on YouTube. I'm telling you. So, you know. Tell us, tell the fans, our viewers, where can we find you? How, you know, what's your social media? How can we find you? And how can we get that shirt? Everybody, there we go. All right. <laughs> All right. So my Twitter and my Instagram is CT Goodridge, which is spelled G-O-O-D-R-I-D-G-E underscore one eight five. 
That's for my Twitter and my Instagram. Facebook, Cedric Goodrich. Name's out there. Uh, my fights are on YouTube. You, I'm out here. Just out here. Out here. That's what we saying. Put, put the put put the name out in Google. You see me pop up. I'm out here. <laughs> hey, look. Thanks for hanging out, man. You know, for you know, for hanging out. You know, we give a uh, complimentary. You know, uh, sports talk with friends shirt. So, uh, you know, I don't know. You ain't wearing no mask out there, so I don't know how bad COVID is. But uh, we oh, got. Nah, some nah, I got my mask right here. <laughs> Well, look, right here. Next show, we will see you follow it up with the sports talk with friends. So uh yes, after sir. the show, we're gonna definitely get that information. But any shout outs before we get up out of here? Oh, yeah, of course. I want to give a, uh, a huge shout out, of course. Henzo Gracie, Jersey City, my man Sparky. He's out here <laughs> he's doing really, really big things, like with his new gym and whatnot, starting up his team. A lot of good names are gonna come out of there. Wanna give a shout out to uh Maha Sport, uh, Maha Fighting is one of my sponsors. Eat Clean Bro, uh, Vape Beast. Um, where we at? Where we at? Oh, uh, we got iFight UK. We got, what else we got? Oh, uh, New Jersey Nutrition. They they help a lot with my weight cuts. I need, I need that. <laughs> New Jersey Nutrition. I love ya. Oh. My, my boys, all right, if you want that shirt, that shirt, Warfare Inc. War, my Warfare Inc. Jake, yo, mm -hmm. I've been riding with that dude from the gate. Like, nice. amateur, like, we all started from the beginning. And going through ups and downs still held me down. Yeah, He's going through ups and downs, still held him down. That's one of my day ones. Warfare Inc. Uh, oh, nice. also got to give a shout out to uh, my... my uh, it's uh called Lash Eleven Eleven. Females out there, you know, <laughs> sometimes you gotta get your lashes done. Um, nice. Looking a little crazy, go. And my, and my girl Nikki, yeah. <laughs> look you out, you'd be all right. You hey, yo, so we want to keep that New Jersey, that East Coast sauce, man. You know what? We gonna let you end our show. So look, this is do it Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the junior. And I'm out. We giving the reins on to you. Uh, Cedric. <laughs> all right. I appreciate you guys for having me on the show. I love it all. Hey, if you're an aspiring fighter, go out there and do your thing. Always push forward. Don't ever let anyone else tell you you can't do it because guess what? They're not in your shoes. Cedric Chocolate Thunder Goodrich. I'm out here. Raw, New Jersey. Team Enzo Gracie. I'm out.